back to another episode of Laugh Not to Cry. I'm your co-host, Jeremy GJ. I'm your co-host, Commander Cody. I'm still getting used to that second half of that intro. It's just, I'm just so mad at myself for just sleeping on it for so long. I was just so busy. It's way too much for what I need. Then come back like three years later, like, wow, that's actually kind of fire. Uh, well, you to- know, it kind of... <laughs> goes with everything yeah like, it does first year you're not really sure what to put into it mm-hmm. and then just as you keep going it it expands yeah shout out to young jay santiago for the beats um if we ever make any podcast any money off this podcast i will pay you back uh, <laughs> but as of right now i am a i am a man of little finances um Interesting. Um, I told myself this month that I was relegating myself to my apartment, becoming the hermit that I once was to try to scavenge money in order to pay for school. Um, and I don't know that's going to help very much. <laughs> the whole idea is that every time we go outside, it costs money. But, you know, the other truth is that it costs a lot of money to live inside as well. And so I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'll actually be saving by, you know, becoming a couch troll once again. But I guess it's still the beginning of the month. It's too early to. A little bit. I mean, it's it's so weird because like you are outside all day for work. I am. Or like, not necessarily like outside but like not at home for all day at work. Oh no, literally and I'm outside. You are, <laughs> yes, you are walking back and forth in and out of buildings. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I am just out not at home. Yeah. Uh, all day. And so like you get home and you just you're you're done with the outside world yes uh at least us two people are done with the outside world absolutely we're done with the outside world halfway through our day uh, um the moment i wake up and realize i have to leave my abode i'm like wow <laughs> man, how stressful <laughs> i woke up again huh man i guess wow the cat uh, the bed did not take me once again damn <laughs> do better uh what do i pay you for and then on on top of that like yeah like we we pay these astronomical amounts so like we're we got to get our money's worth and spend yeah. our time here yeah but i i just tell myself that to not go and do things <laughs> among the other among the other ways that i talk myself out of things yeah that's a big one well, the club I like to go to was the only like outing for sure that I was like, okay, I'm probably going to do this every weekend because I really love it here. But now they're closed. And so I've been trying to look at it as the positive perspective of, well, now I get to save money on not going to the club. Yeah. But what that really translates for me is you're going to be in the house because you have nowhere else that you like to go. And it's going to be real hard to convince me to go anywhere else. Um, so, I, yeah, 
And then I try to justify it with like, yeah, well, you need to save money for school anyway. But it's also like, you get to this point of working so hard. You're like, when do I actually get a chance to reward myself for busting my ass day in, day yeah. out? You never get to play hard. It's always just work hard and then try to recuperate what little energy you can so you can work hard the next week. Yeah, because, <clears throat> excuse me. I get three days off of work, which, you know, most people do not get that. But I need two and a half of those days to recover from my week. Yeah. Like, in a week, I don't, I've talked about my job, but I don't think I've gone into detail, like, for real, like, because when I say I work for a beer distributor, people don't get it they go oh like you work for anheuser or something and i'm like no i work no. for a different company um but those people see those trucks at the gas stations at the liquor stores at the restaurants and they don't understand what's really happening and i can tell by every time i describe it what it is that i do i work for a craft beer distributor and I am the person, when you go into a liquor store, when you go into a restaurant, when you go into a gas station, you see beer. I'm the one who brings the beer into those establishments. Those cases. Now, think about how heavy your four-pack or your six-pack is. Yeah. I have a few of those in a tray. At minimum, like four of those in a tray. And then I have multiple boxes and trays of those on a dolly. Now, if it's a restaurant and you go to a restaurant and you like your beer nice and cold from the tap, that comes from a keg. I am the person who brings that keg into the cooler from my truck that does not have a lift gate. And on this new truck, I don't even have a ramp. So. And like the kegs aren't big necessarily some of them aren't big but it's liquid liquid's yes. heavy so in even like a, a regular five gallon bucket filled with water mm -hmm. that's heavy it's heavy so a six barrel well that's what we call a six we call it a six barrel because the sixth of the size of think of like a full wine barrel a full wine barrel is big enough to fill a whole person in it so uh sixth barrel is about a sixth of that size right so it goes uh, i'm five nine it goes a little bit past my knee when it's on the ground mm -hmm. that's how tall it is and it's filled to the top with varying degrees of beer and each of those beers weighs different based off of what type of beer it is right usually pilsners are lighter and then we have like box that are like or stouts that are super dense. That makes it heavier. And then uh, most of the kegs, we have a few kegs that are in rubber cask. And we have some that are in like disposable plastic kegs, which I don't like. They're scary. But most of them are in stainless steel. Mm -hmm. Which is already already heavy. <laughs> As someone who works on it all <laughs> the time. Uh even like a little um like a little two inch diameter piece, but if it's like four, five inches long, 
Mm-hmm. Like that's that has some weight to it. Mm-hmm. It's fairly hefty. Yeah. So the empty kegs by themselves are usually I want to say they're somewhere between twenty five and thirty pounds. Yeah, I can pick up. Yeah, I can pick up two six barrels in each hand so I can carry four at a time. And that right. is impressive just because of they're kind of like they're bulky and yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you can like kind of get the handles in line with each other. So you can do that, but yeah. it's still a reach for all of your fingers. Yes, it is. And I don't have particularly big hands, but I have a particularly good grip strength. So if there's four empties, yeah, I can he does. grab our four <laughs> and bring them back to the truck, right? When they're full, they range anywhere between 55 and like 75 pounds. So now I'm carrying two. I got one in one hand, one in the other, and I yeah. can carry them like that. But That's 150 I, pounds. Yeah, and I, or usually I, I do that from the back of the truck to the front of the truck. Then I sling them off the truck, put them on a dolly, bring them in. Then you step up. We have quarter barrels, but we don't. They're very rare. Um, we only have like one brand that actually has quarter barrels. Then we have a European brand that does liters that translates over to like a quarter barrel. That's mm-hmm. in a rubber cask. It's flat. It's a lot easier to carry. Quarter bread, quarter barrel. The only one we carry is a beta. It is significantly heavier than the six barrel. It's somewhere between like. It's almost, it can get almost close to 100 pounds, depending yeah. on what type of a beat is in that quarter barrel. But we don't yeah. get very many of those. So we skip the quarter barrel. Now, remember, people, in your fractions, the smaller the number on the bottom, the bigger the thing is, right? So we went yeah. from a sixth, one over six, to mm-hmm. one over four. So we're getting bigger. We but skip. the third pounder is smaller than the quarter pounder. It's <sighs> not <laughs> skip the fourth. We usually skip the fourth and we go straight to a half a barrel. So now we're at the half the size. Of you are three barrel. of those. You are three of those one sixths. We are three of those one sixths now. And depending on the beer in those, they range from, I think, what is it? I think it ranges from 155 to 175. Because that now you have, makes sense. Yeah, you have more weight from the stainless steel of the actual keg. Mm-hmm. And then you still have the beer. You still have, but you have a greater volume of the beer. You're going to have a greater density depending on what type of beer is in the keg. I'm the guy who does that. I'm the guy who brings that into your bars so that you can have your cold tap, right? So when I say I need two and a half days to recover from that, this past Friday, I had just under 6,000 pounds of beer on my truck, 5,995 pounds. And I know this specifically because they put it at the bottom of our route. So it's mm. already tabulated up for us. 
just under 6K. I work in a truck by myself. So that was, I had 132 cases of beer. And I think like, I think I had like 19, 20 kegs on my truck. Most of which were half barrels. By the time Saturday comes around after a week, like my week ranges from 1.5 to 6,000. Somewhere in between there is usually like the range of my routes. By yeah. the time my week is over, I've probably I've probably touched mm, somewhere between ten and twelve thousand pounds worth of beer. Saturday alone is just to lay there and Saturday alone try to get not, rid of the pain. I'm not a human. I'm not a human on Saturdays. I am a giant knot. Like my day fight, my week finally catches up with me, and I'm just like, Ugh. And then you gotta. Now you're going to school. Yeah. So after I, that, I do which my is... I do my route. Then I go to school from six to ten. Six to ten. Which isn't 30. isn't heavy lifting, but it's mental a lot load. more. It's mental load, and it's uh. With what you're doing, it's a lot of it's still arm and hand movements. Like yeah. you're still it's working difficult. your arms and hands. Literally, actually, a massage is full body because we have to go into lunges to get good body mechanics in order so that we're not yep. pulling muscles in our back and stuff. And so you're still using your legs to push into the uh, massage technique so that you're not overexerting your muscles in your shoulders. And like I'm sweating at the end of a 40 minute massage. And most massages are 50 to 60. So like, and we're practicing on each other in class. And then the other days that I'm not massaging, I'm doing fucking anatomy and physiology. We're on the muscles of the body right now, bro. Like, <laughs> it's just crazy. People don't it's... even know like all of the organs in no. their body. And that is minuscule the amount of those is minuscule compared to muscles, muscles and tendons and tendons, ligaments, bones and bones bro like i had to know the specific names of bones and the relation not even just from me say looking at it from like like say we're talking about the foot the top of the foot we say that's the dorsal side of the foot right mm -hmm. it's not even me looking from the dorsal side of the foot I got to look at it from the lateral side of the foot. I got to know yeah. where the bones are from the plantar, which is the bottom side of the foot. I got to look at it from the posterior, which is the back of the foot. Like, I got to know where all these bones are in any orientation of space. And now we're on muscles. It's like, what muscle is activated when you turn your head to the opposite direction? And you're like, <laughs> it's like there's 15 possible answers. <laughs> The neck muscle. <laughs> the one neck muscle. And then you get to learn that stuff. And you're like, there's 30. It takes 30 muscles in the human face to make human expression. That's just to make expression, bro. In this area alone, there's like 15 muscles. Yeah. It's... it's <laughs> And so, sorry, people, we don't ever um, 
put the video out, I was gesturing to under my neck, under my chin, around my neck. There's muscles in there that even in the book tell you, you can't get to. Like, I can't palpate those muscles because they're so deep, mm -hmm. meaning hidden behind other muscles. And it's like, I got to know you that. You start muscle. slowly choking out your <laughs> your client. I'm just trying to get it, I swear. I'm just trying to get to the Omahaoi. But, you know, <laughs> it's just, you get in the weeds real fast. Um, yeah. And that's just neck up. We got to learn every muscle. And thankfully, people who did the naming conventions started to do things where they were like, oh, yeah, this is kind of ridiculous and started making it where if you read the word and you know enough roots, you can figure out where it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, So like the longest, the one of the longest words we have is the sternum, the sternocleidomastoid muscle. So it's the muscle. Sternum. Sternum. Correct. Yeah. Clido. I don't know that one. Clavicle. Okay, yeah. And then mastoid. The mastoid process is this bone. Well, the mastoid is a bone in the in the head. Um and then the process is this little bone that comes off the head, that bone in the head, right? And so if you have the sternocleidomastoid, it has two heads that attach to your sternum. So there's this little okay. part on the top of the sternum called the manubrium. So if the manubrium is in between the like right where the clavicles meet right under your yeah. neck, it's a little like shield portion of the top part of the sternum. Yeah. Then one third of the, to the median. So median means towards the middle of the body of the clavicle. So right here. Is it like the really big mm -hmm. like muscles that you find right in the middle, right? Like below uh like what would be your Adam's apple? Uh, a little more over. So, yeah. So that's the manubrium. That's the clavicle, and then it goes up and it wraps around. So okay. those muscles are where responsible for turning your head from side to side, or as we call it, rotating, because it's on an axis and it's moving. Yeah, from side to side, right? Like, cool, thank you, sternocleidomastoid. I know where all those faces are. That makes sense. And then there's, like, um, the, then it get really close. So there's a stylohyoid, and then there's a stylothyroid. So the stylohyoid is a muscle that is above the hyoid bone, bone in your neck. Mm -hmm. um, and then it attaches to something up like under um, up under your chin. And then the stylothyroid attached. There's a, you have the thyroid cartilage, which we call the Adam's apple. Okay. And it attaches to that to somewhere under your chin so like you're like okay i can start to figure out where some of these things are based off a of relation to you know what bones they might be attached to but then some of them you're just like 
mm-hmm. so like, <laughs> so like okay the big bone on the front of your face real simple frontal bone cool makes sense it goes to the front then you got the one in the back of the head it's called the occipital bone all right you just got to know that right and so you go to the muscles you got the frontalis all right frontal bone got the uh occipitalis that back of the head bone perfect what attaches those two the galena aponeurotica for why <laughs> what <laughs> they just wanted to throw that one in there they just, just wanted to like, see it attaches the the frontalis to the uh occipitalis the galena aperturana uh galena aponeurotica the only part of that is neurotic yes so... because it's it's the mind yeah, nerves, but apple means like like a sheath or something, like the root of it. And so it's like a sheet of muscle that connects mm-hmm. these. But you just throw that in a while and you're like, I don't know where that could be. Is that a part of the body? Is that a rock? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite animal. I know Galena is a city in Ohio. Like, <laughs> I just, some of them, they just throw a curveball. Just why? I don't know. The one of the ones, the mother muscles in your mouth um, and like your jaw. Um, and it makes sense now why it's called mastication because you use your masseter muscle to chew. Okay. But if you've never heard the word mastication in your life, and someone says, Can you point to your masseter? You'd be like, We don't have those no more. (laughs) 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 It's just, it's just to say, it's just, (laughs) I gotta, and I gotta, I gotta know all this shit. Like, we just started this unit last week. We have this week, and then we have an exam on it next Tuesday. And then our midterm is that Wednesday. And so that's going to be cumulative for everything we've learned from June that's all, that's next week. It's a and short that, amount of time, but they're, like, packing you with information. Bro, and in that time, we've learned all of the bones of the body. All of the joints, all of the ligaments, all of the tendons, all of the muscles, and the makeup of every cell. Plus, pathology is the powerhouse of the cell. I got that one. (laughs) Plus, pathology. So, all the disease diseases that could be associated with this stuff or injuries man that's <laughs> it's insanity bro that's a lot it's insanity and you know what's crazy is that like my brain I'm so 
I'm still like I can still dive into that AP mode and still like absorb all the information. But that's been true for the units. Like I can yeah. hyper focus on that unit. Yeah. And get everything I need to get out of it specifically for the exam and be like, I got it for the exam, right? I'm getting 99s, hundreds on the exam. They the lowest I've got so far like a 97, right? But now we're coming to this midterm. It's a hundred questions. And the teacher's like, well, it's only a hundred questions. And I'm like, but it's a hundred questions from like six units worth of shit. That means it could be anything. Yeah. Like, yes, it is. <laughs> we have this thing we were talking about in like modern dance where if you give somebody a bunch of freedom to, to give them the freedom to move however they want to improv how they want to, more than likely for most people, they will do nothing because they are overwhelmed by the amount of choices they could make, right? right. They'll overthink themselves into a corner. If you give them a boundary, all right, so you need to, you have to, you only have two minutes to dance. And your goal is to only repeat moves three times in those two minutes. Then the human mind has parameters to work around. And then we create infinite amount of decisions and choices within those parameters. Right. That's how my brain works when it, he says there's a hundred questions. Yes, it's a only only a hundred questions, but we've learned almost is we've learned a finite amount of things that could be for those hundred questions, but the variation of those things that we learned is almost infinite. Yeah. And so it's like my brain's like <laughs> How do I study for almost an infinite amount of choices? Yeah. How do you know what specifically is going to be chosen to focus on that stuff to study for? Yeah. And so thankfully, somebody, a teacher from the past, was gracious enough to make cahoots. If you don't know what cahoots is, it's a game, like a mm -hmm. multiple choice game that you can play with a bunch of people where you can play by, that you made it where you can play by yourself and practice by yourself. Like information, whoever user uploaded information. Yeah. Right. Somebody, whoever this saint was, put the actual questions for all of our exams on Cahoots. Nice. And so, what I've been doing is just been playing Cahoots, 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 <laughs> getting information down, not also just to memorize the questions, but to like, for me, I hate studying for a test. Yeah. This stuff is beyond a test. I need to know this in order to do my profession well. And so, yes, passing the exam is critical for me to get my license, but I also need to know this information. So I'm still right. reading the book. I'm still taking notes. I'm still paying attention in a lecture. And then when I get stuff wrong on the exam, I try to figure out why I'm not connecting with it. Or like when I, when I get stuff wrong on a cahoots, I'm trying to figure out why I'm not connecting it with it. Like, what's the disconnect? Do I not visualize it? Do I not see it? Can I not palpate it? Like, what is it that I'm not understanding about it? Um, 
But to pass the exam, I'm like kahoot, 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 like every day, like two, three times a day. And it has a like a quiz function where you like battle um, AI. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't, I don't, I keep playing until I get first place. Like I got to, in getting first place means that I got most of the answers correct because the AI, usually the person that the AI that comes in second is usually like right on your ass the entire time. So if you get right. a question wrong, you're dropping in the ranks. So <laughs> um, it's like help in a lot of it too, though, it's like it's memorization because it's the body. So like it's not, the questions aren't necessarily like up for debate. Right. Like, right. These things don't change. These things are what they are. Like they are, if there's something, if there's something on someone that does not align with this information, we count that as an abnormality or they're missing something. And that's a whole different thing. Right. Right. So if you don't have a, a glenohumeral joint, that means you're missing a part of your body. <laughs> and that would be very obvious to me when I see you. Um, right. So, um, yeah. So even in that case, just the memorization is good because it's like, where's the first rib? It sh- for the most part, it's going to be on the same spot for everyone. Mm-hmm. So if you know where you can palpate there, you can figure out where you're supposed to be in space. So some of that stuff. But when it comes to like, we haven't gotten into anything really that's like up for debate. And so I also feel fine with using the cahoots too because it's like, I need to know this information. Um, so yeah, it's, it, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I'm doing my best. Which is my best is kudos to you. I mean, this is one of those (laughs) things that like if I ever thought about wanting to do that, I would uh, do a lot of research, find out how much I need to learn, and then that would talk me out of it. (laughs) Yeah, I think a part of it, too, is that I actually love it. Like it's something that I know that I'm good at. Right. right. And so knowing that I was good at it before I had the proper knowledge. Mm-hmm. It was like, it's more just enhancing that. Yeah. It was like already, it was just comforting going into it. Cause it's like, all right, I might struggle with AMP, but when we get to massage stuff, I'm bossing that shit already. Like, yeah. That, you can't tell me shit about that. I know so much about that. And like, that's not true. There's a bunch of shit I'm still learning through the massage classes it's not like the teacher's worthless or the material's worthless it's just that like i'm already confident in it and so all you're doing is boosting my confidence and giving me more techniques and shit i already know right um but for like a and p i was like that's going to be the one i need to hyper focus on because i didn't take anatomy and physiology in high school i didn't take it in college either either like we had to do bio i did ap bio in college but that wasn't anatomy like right. we did some anatomical stuff, but we were focusing on the entire biosphere. We right. we didn't just stick to humans. So, and it was funny because right before I started going to school for massage, I was reading a uh, biology book because 
Christina was talking about becoming a independent caregiver without a company. And she was going to need someone to help her with the medical billing and coding. And you have to know like basic stuff about biology in order to do medical billing and coding. So I went right. to the library and I picked up some books and I was already reading on stuff. So we got to class and I was like, oh, I kind of remember some of this stuff from my reading. But then we quickly got past all the shit I got to in the book. <laughs> like, we got and I got, that's it. Yep. Into the, in the book, I got up to um, the skin. So like the epithelius and stuff like that, the epithelium. I got to yeah. there. We were there like first two weeks. And then it was just like from there down um so yeah and these books are hefty maybe giving us you know, it's not even just amp i got stuff to read for massage too we have a business book we have an ethics book we have a massage book that we have chapters to read thankfully she doesn't assign any like questions to ask answer we just have to read it but mm -hmm. even that it's like she was like, all right, next week, do 25 through 57, which was a whole chapter. And I was like, Brangle, because I got to do that in A&P. How am I supposed to get A&P done? Right. So, but that's everything. You can't, you can't skimp on that stuff either because it's very important to because you are creating your own business. Mm -hmm. And I need to be knowledgeable. And the, the cool part is that, like, one, these are our books, so we get to keep them. But that's the problem with books, though, though, they're already outdated by the time you get them. Like, there's new yeah. information coming out about certain things. Like, all right, yes, we know that the bone, the skeleton is pretty straightforward. Um, skeleton, there hasn't been very many few, there haven't been, like, new modifications on the skeleton too often. Right. Some people have anomalies or abnormalities, and you have to deal with those as they come. But for the most part, skeleton, you're good on but now they're like talking about like, you know how I always tell you like rice, if you have an injury, rest, ice, compress, elevate, right? Yeah. They're like, mm. even in this book, they're like, mm, people are like not sure about the ice anymore. And they're like, mm, it might actually slow down the healing process of the muscle. So, mm. Maybe. Maybe ice. <laughs> maybe ice. Maybe not. It's like, all right. <laughs> so, like, that's the other thing they were saying, all, the teachers were both saying, too, like, make sure you take continuing education courses in order to stay up to date on, you know, new medical stuff that's coming out or new mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, yeah, it's super interesting because I every time I tell somebody that I'm in school for massage, it's just kind of give me this, like, lackluster, like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, y'all have zero fucking clue, bro. Like, yeah, I'm taking enough A and P credits. I believe that if I got out of here, I could transfer those credits over to nursing, and I probably would have like a semester to do and be ready to nurse. Like, that's how much shit. Yeah, I am learning, and I'm supposed to be done in August of a year from now. I'm supposed to be done. <laughs> like that's so much information crammed into such a tiny amount of time 
Yeah. Nine hundred credit hours in fourteen months. Yeah, and medical students take eight years. It's so I mean, there's also there's also like obviously they also have like the coding of everything and like the treatments and mm -hmm. the medicines and what the medicines do, all that shit. Yeah. Um. But a lot more time. Yes, it is spread over a considerable longer time. Um. So. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so I'm doing that in conjunction with beat myself up all the time. And then yeah. come the weekend, I'm like, I don't want to do a goddamn thing. I want Cody to hop on this damn stream. I'm going to try to do some homework which I don't. he does it. He, he does it sometimes, which is okay, because then that forces me to do homework and pay attention to the homework that I'm doing. Um. And then that's the other thing. I got to do homework. And so, like, I've, I've made the mistake of being like, I'm not doing any homework until Sunday. And it's like, <laughs> can't do that. Your brain's not focused like it used to be, buddy. You can't just bang it out like that. You got, it takes me three days to get through a chapter. Like, it, yeah. Especially because I'm writing notes, I'm like taking notes and everything. Because on like our exams, we're allowed to use handwritten notes. And our quizzes, Which I feel like that would be super helpful and should be more acceptable. Yeah, because it's also proven that you know how to take notes. Yeah, because in you know life, how to discern the valuable information. Yeah, because now in life, we're going to always have access to the answers anyway. You yeah. making me try to do like this rogue memorization bullshit. It doesn't make sense because I'm always going to be able to go to my phone and look it up. But if I know how to discern what's important from this text and be yeah. able to find it within my notes and enough time to answer on an exam and be done in a reasonable amount of time, I feel like that's fair. Um, it's also in a certain way, media analysis. Like, yeah. technically, because you are reading this book, you only have this one source. Yeah. But at the same time, you're still looking at it objectively and saying, like, this is important. This is not. Yeah. Like, that, and it will help to it just kind of to notice when other sources of media are just reaching a word count yeah and there's like but also like in that same sense i have like three books to cross-reference for a and p yes so like i have my apply anatomy and physiology book we have another book that's called like our trail guide and then we have another book that's our pathology book i've read stuff and i'm like i've read it maybe too fast i'm like mm, that sounds like it contradicts what it says in Applied Anatomy and Physiology in the, in the pathology book. So then I go back to AMP and then reread it. I'm like, oh, okay, no, no, no. They just worded it differently, right? Yeah. But I'm still cross-referencing all three, like, texts. Um, they're all from the same book distributor, but they're not all the same authors. And so right. how they word things and what they mark as important is ne not necessarily what's necessarily marked what's important in this other book. And 
being able to like go through these three texts and make notes and be like, oh, well, this was a detail they left out of applied anatomy and physiology that they have in this trail guidebook. And I feel like that might be rather important. And most of the time when I think that it's that's true. That's what's ended up on the exam. And so yeah. being able to do that cross-referencing and cherry pick like oh that seems like it's important oh that seems like it's going to be worthwhile to have in your notes and you may be able to use that in an exam is like a valuable skill set um yeah. but i was talking about this in class like how you don't learn that in regular classes like when you're in high school they don't teach you that in regular classes no they, no, they teach don't. you for the test in ap classes they teach you that they teach you how to study. They teach you how to learn. They teach you how to discern information, like how to distill it. AP World History was a masterclass in that because we had homework due every day. And you had to figure out what was important out of this damn textbook. Yeah. And also figure out what you're also playing like this betting game or what's going to be on the AP exam at the end of the year. Right. right? And so, like, the whole year, you're, like, taking mock AP exams and trying to distill the information, figure out how they word questions and how you got to write essays and um, not just regurgitate information. Because sometimes they would ask you, like, things that you're like, why is this important? Like, if you don't understand information, how can you answer a why or right. a how? You can say what it is, but you can't say – you can say when it is. You can say where it is, but why and how are um, intellectual things that you need to know why. You need to be able to discern what's important about this situation. And you have yeah. to – you're forced to learn at AP classes. And I was just telling that to the teacher the other day. I was like, that's – people in this class think I'm smart. No, like I have some level of intelligence, sure, but this the truth is that I was taught how to learn, how to study, how to get information. And so that gives me a step ahead because yeah. I can do these things. A part of it too is that I used to read a lot, which is another privilege that I had. We had a library that I was privy to, that I was able to go to. And so since I read so much, my brain got acclimated to reading things and remembering like where it is in a book. So like, mm -hmm. because another thing was that, okay, I wanted to be really good at accelerated reader. And so in order to be good at accelerated reader, you had to be very good at remembering very specific details because those questions could be from anywhere in the book on those accelerated reader tests. And yeah. so getting that type of memorization down to a T where you remember very specific details like where the hell Aragon was running through at this specific book page in this 600 page book like yeah. that's another advantage that I have because I spent so much time reading and I was afforded those opportunities um, and so like I understand like I understand now why that's important, how it's important, and how to get that information, because I've been a teacher for so long, get that information across to other students who didn't have that. 
Um, and so there was this whole whole thing going around where they were saying that I should replace the A&P teacher. And I'm like, no, I shouldn't. No, no way in hell I should. Um, I'm you learning- stop that. You stop that right now. <laughs> One, I, fuck no, I don't want that. But two, um, this dude has a BA in this. Like, this is his shit. He was also a yeah. firefighter. And he also taught high school. He also teaches college courses in this shit. He's a little flustered because of the format of the class. He yeah. doesn't get to put his input as much into how we get this information. Right. They provide him, the school provides him with the slides. They provided us with the books. He has to hit these topic points. Yeah, so he has to find a way to do that. Essentially, right. so like, like instead of him, instead of him making, the making the yeah, crafting the curriculum and making the powerpoints and be like, all right, this is important. This is this, and all of his information. He just kind of has to go along, or. Yeah look at it beforehand and be and try to discern how to explain that stuff in yeah. with in things he has to explain things that aren't his words yes. in his words yes which and is another hard. skill entirely super tough to do right and so you're someone hands you a curriculum and they like don't veer from it yeah am i a teacher that feels more like a proctor, right? Like I'm here yeah. and I'm just reading verbatim what's on these slides and then expecting you to learn shit. And it's like, ah, that's not really how that works. And so he does go on tangents and, you know, he tries to make things that connect. Um, But it's also like, yeah, he only has so much bandwidth. And also, it always... I know people get annoyed because it comes back to race, but it, it, it matters, right? This is a white teacher. He, he said he's worked at some inner city schools. He's also married to a black woman, so he has proxy to black people. But it still makes a difference, especially because these are not black children. These are black adults. Right. And there's a lot... There's a, quite a few people who are older black adults in our class. And mm -hmm. so... If you haven't spent any time teaching them anything, you don't know how to deal with that. Right. Like, you don't know how to get across to them. You don't, like, there's a level of, like, this is how I look at it. They have a lot of respect for him because he's in the role of the teacher. Right. They are still, like, traditional students. They went to school. They know mm. that the teacher's in charge. But these people are his seniors by like 30 years. <laughs> Some of them like 20, 30 years, right? And so you can see like sometimes there's a disconnect because they're like, basically he's a kid to right. them. And so you have to know how to approach them where they're at. Mm -hmm. Also realizing they ain't been in school for 30, 40 years. So, <laughs> um, right. So they are essentially learning the way things are. They're as elementary. Well as learning all of the stuff that you're trying to teach them. Yeah. They're elementary kids. Like they're still taking pictures of the PowerPoints and stuff 
when he's uploaded the PowerPoints to Google Classroom. Like, yeah. You got to meet them on their level. Yeah. There's a certain way you got to approach them. But at the same time, he doesn't have that time. Right. We only get, we have four hours, but there's so much information that has to happen. And so many things that have to happen in those four, four and a half hours. So what they're seeing is me piggybacking and taking the information that he's saying and distilling it down even more. One, because I've already read the text, I've already taken my notes, but because I just know how to talk to them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, you should be a teacher. No, the fuck I should not. <laughs> nope. I will be. I'll I will help you anytime. Will, yes, I will help the teacher help you. Yeah. I but am I like, am not taking over. I am TAing at most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I do not want to take over whatsoever. Um Yeah, that's that's the furthest from what the fuck I want to do. Um yeah. I mean, if I became a teacher of anything, I would want to be a massage teacher. I would not want to be an AAP teacher. Mm-hmm. But our massage teacher's great. She's been doing it for 10 years. It, I mean, like, she's good at what she does. She taught me some things about my table. I show her how to flip the table. Like, <laughs> I, I, my main goal is just to be a good student. I just want to be a good student. Like, I yeah. just want to come in and get my good grades. And, there's a part of me that's super empathetic and super teacherly and super brotherly that makes me do the extra like well here's what they mean this is Mm -hmm. how you connect to this because that's just a part of who i am now that and by no means means i want to take somebody's position book yeah like (laughs) i don't i don't want it i don't want anything to do with it i just want to come to class do my work and then if i hear some so I'm like, what the fuck? But then I can be like, all right. Yeah. Here's where we got lost in translation. I can help with that because I feel like I have the information enough. But also if I, I have to feel like I have the information enough to share. If I'm unsure right. or like I don't know, best believe I'm shutting the fuck up because I'm not going to get nobody wrong information on this stuff. I'm not trying to yeah. get nobody hurt because you heard from Jeremy this quote unquote smartest guy in the class that this is what it was and I was wrong. Nope, 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 mm-mm. Yeah. Black on a play. It's it's one of those <laughs> as far as I know, or as, to yep. my understanding. Yep. Uh but, but no, you but might want to ask for clarification. But even with that in class, I don't even do that. Nope. I don't even do that. Because it's too we're touching people and our whole yeah. goal is to heal them. And so well, something do... like that, it's very easy to take the wrong idea and then you mm-hmm. mess everything up and you hurt them more. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't want to do it as a, as far as I know, or to my understanding. No, this is what I read in a book. Yeah. This is the information that was given to me from the book. I'm just translating it into words that you understand not adding any Jeremy fluff to it, not to any of my opinions. This is what the facts say. These are just facts and words that make more sense to you. I'm not, I'm not stylizing this shit. I'm not adding no extra shit. Nope. Just 
mm to mm. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing, different words. So, yeah, no. No, as far as I know, no to my understanding, because this stuff is super important. It's medical massage. Like, once we get these licenses, we are held to a certain set of code of ethics. And our first thing is, like, doctors do no harm. Right. So I'm taking that to the utmost. No, I'm not giving false information. I'm not giving 85% correct information. No. This is what the book says. This is what the teacher said. Here's the way you understand it. That's it. So it's really interesting, though. It's a really fun time. We have a very eclectic group of people that are in our class. They are fun. And you can tell all the varying different backgrounds. We got um, age range is crazy. They're like, I want to say like 23 to like, probably like mid 50s. I would give I would give anything for the youngest people uh, that I deal with to be 23. <laughs> uh our 23-year-old, she, she's so jizzy. I love her. She's great. <laughs> but like we have we have we have the gamut. We have people, other people who have BAs in the class. We have people who are like, what the fuck is college? We got people who are like already, you know, well into their own um like businesses. We got <laughs> people who are just like I got to stop what the fuck ever I'm doing right now because this shit sucks and I needed something else. Like we have, <laughs> we have the gamut yeah. and it's cool to see all these people intersect and interact and like feed off each other to, you know, get to the same common goal. Mm -hmm. Um, So. And like, it's coming, it becomes, it's coming very like familiar, very fast. Like people are good. Like, meeting up for study groups and we got a group chat and we're cheering people on people getting tables to putting it in the group chat and we're like go you and um it's much better than high school it is closer very much closer to college where you're like like when i was in like my dance classes and there's always the same people in my dance classes because we're the only majors and we mm -hmm. are like all focused on the same goal and shit um. Yeah, and no one, no one in the class is like standoffish. Everyone's kind of like very much collaborative, um, and willing to like move around, talk to people, and all that stuff. So that's probably the biggest thing is yeah. like just the the openness to accepting that you will need help. And that you don't understand everything that's going on. Yeah. And shout out to Gabby, the one white girl that's sticking out with us. We rock with Gabby because Gabby's <laughs> rocking with us. We're a group of I was going <laughs> to. We're a group of African-Americans and Gabby. Um... <laughs> and Mark. <laughs> He's rocking with us. She's pretty cool. So, yeah, we got a, um, we got a fun group. And I'm hoping that we all stick it out because, boy, have we dropped. We were like, I want to say we were like 24, 25 students. 
down like I think we're down like fourteen. Damn, really? Yeah. Like like all at one time or was it gradual? A lot of them were like in the first two to three weeks. I was gonna say they, they they saw like the the bone structure. They're like, nope, nope. That's a lot of memorization. <laughs> That'd just, be me. It just start just chopping after that. You know, a yeah. bunch of and a few of them were just like they lived too far. They like they had like an hour commute. Ooh. One of them, she was pregnant, and she was just like, nah. and you know car stuff work stuff and you know all that starts to align but yeah it started we had yeah. a fairly big class like a fairly full class um and then he just slowly just people started disappearing um amazingly all four of the guys that started are still there um i was expecting some of them to be the first ones to drop off but yeah no they're hanging tight and that's pretty cool um cool so I think I was the first. Uh, they had me as the first guy to be enrolled. Okay. And the um person who does that, she's a fucking salesperson, bro. Like, God, like, they always are. Oh my God, admissions people are a special breed. Yeah. Like, sell water to a fish type shit. Like, mm-hmm. they know smooth, the wording to get you smooth as fuck. Um, she was like, don't worry, Jeremy, you won't be the only guy. And I'm like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> but that's a big thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I guess. But I truly don't give a fuck. Like, I'm here to get a license. Like. But it's also cool. It's like it's three other black dudes. And that's like, oh, that's pretty cool, too. Mm. Um, I was not expecting that at all. So. Yeah, it's been a. Ooh, it's, well, I'm glad. Uh, glad you, everything's working out. You're working hard on everything. Yeah, I'm ready for a break, but we don't have one for a while. I uh, I have and have not been working hard at work. Mm-hmm. We've been slow. We've been slow as shit. Like mm-hmm. the slowest I've ever seen. This place, like. There's so there's like shelves that all the work orders go on um, that and they're like sectioned off like per machine, whatever. Usually there's like a, at least a couple things like for each machine, mm-hmm. like a little stack or whatever. We haven't had shit for like two weeks, two and a half weeks now. Oh, wow. Like we like one job here and there has been trickling in. And like, dude, we've done like rock, paper, scissors to like who gets to run the job. <laughs> That's um, insane. And so, like, I have been willingly giving other people the jobs to run uh, because I just don't want to hear him, bitch. <laughs> How um, gracious of you. <laughs> I, yeah. So instead, I've been cleaning. Oh, that's worse, actually. I've, you know, for the jobs that have come in, I'll take the cleaning. Okay. Um, not bad jobs. None. No job is really a bad job. Um, just some of the longer running ones. I'm like, I don't want to deal with that for weeks on end. So I'll do this instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
since like Thursday, I've been cleaning the shop fans. Uh, we have these little like roll roller shop fans or whatever that are like basically at each machine mm -hmm. for for everybody because there's without it there's no airflow and it gets hot as shit in the shop um these boys are disgusting yeah i would imagine uh a lot of them have not been cleaned in any sort of way uh in probably at least three years maybe yeah. four um some of them have been the grates have been taken off and sprayed down but the insides and the outsides are still caked in and shit mm -hmm. um and so i've been taking them all and like deep cleaning them uh and it it's it's a it's a fucking mess <laughs> like i'm it it the things are like so caked that like before I even start cleaning them, I just like I immediately like take grates the back in the front um like grate protector mm -hmm. uh off and take them over to a, a wash sink. Um and like some of them are so bad and sucked up so much so much stuff uh that like the you know how like the, the grates of a fan is like essentially like one really big spiral mm -hmm. of a single wire. Yep. That whole thing in the back uh, is essentially one solid wall Ugh. at this point Ugh. of uh, metal dust, mm -hmm. uh, any oil in the air, uh, coolants that goes in the air, um, cotton weed or cotton mm -hmm. wood. Mm -hmm. little puff balls any bugs yuck and like if they get if the White fans get hair. wet at, yeah like if yeah, the yeah. fans get wet at all they essentially get like an oil leak mm. with just a lot of stuff on the back yeah <laughs> yeah and the bottom of it it just starts like dripping out yeah it's gross it's so fucking gross um <laughs> And so I've been cleaning oh, those. Nasty. And so like I'll take them and I'll take like a high, I'll take like a little hose that we have and like start to spray them down and like it'll get off some of the loose shit, but then there'll still be just like chunks yeah. of of things like stuck on the on the wires. Uh so I'll like take a wire brush, start scrubbing them, and then I'll bring them back over to the fan and I will take a little like paint scraper. Mm-hmm and scrape the insides of the fan and mm -hmm. it just all comes off in a sheet. Yep, that's exactly of, what I was thinking. Of shit. That or a um, knife, you just gotta get under it. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so gross. And then I take like our floor cleaner that has um, like uh, like an anti-oil okay. thing um, in it to uh i'll spray i will spray that thing down and like the first couple sprays and wipe downs doesn't even get off the first couple layers of dirt <laughs> so gross. like i'll sit there and just keep spraying it on a jet and just watch the thing stream down Ugh. and slowly dig in through to get to the black paint 
No. And it's been it's been nasty. No. Um the, been all bad. the all the like I just get like a pile on the ground uh underneath the fan of all of the shit. And now it's all wet because of I keep spraying down the fan with the cleaner uh and trying to get I I we get these big pallets of boxes of like rags mm-hmm. and i have probably used a whole box of these boys and they're they're big size boxes right um like i don't know probably like a 16 by 16 by 16 mm-hmm. uh box of just rags yeah uh and i've probably used a whole box at this That's point insane. cleaning up seven eight fans uh yeah and that's the crazy part is it's like that's necessary because yeah think about how like y'all have to use those fans regularly and all it's doing is pushing that shit right back at you like you're not The, (laughs) the difference between when the fan was dirty and blowing air and when the fan was clean and blowing air was astronomical like we didn't (laughs) think it was going to make that big of a difference but it's like oh i can actually feel this thing like halfway across the shop now (laughs) as opposed to being right in front of it and barely feeling anything wild sanity um that's so gross and all of that stuff is in our lungs yeah because we work there yeah it's just pushing that shit Uh, right back at you and suddenly i know why i'm always feeling bad yeah uh you're just breathing in the conglomerate of all the nastiest shit and you're yeah. in the warehouse just yeah. all summer just uh ugh. and yeah i've been doing all of this like alone so i'll be like i'll take one fan clean it and then i'll go up to somebody and be like hey bud how's your fan looking <laughs> that one looks pretty dirty do you want to clean one and like I'm nice enough to like trade them the nice new clean fan to uh-huh. grab their dirty one to go and clean it. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want them to be without a, a a fan. Yeah. For two hours while I clean it. Um. And so I've just been rotating through the shop. Like, all right, you're next. I'm gonna grab your <laughs> fan. Here's a good. Here's another one. Uh, and I was like Cody, the savior. <laughs> there, I mean, there. The rest of them are all bitching about how they, there's no work. I'm like, I, I'm just gonna be cleaning, man. I really don't care. Yeah, I'm doing I, something. I'm getting paid. So, yeah. At this point, um, it's, it's like, like I hate going to work and like not doing what I'm paid to do. But also, if yeah. I gotta be here, I'm gonna find something to do. Yeah. Like when I work for Habitat for Humanity, I hated coming back from doing our pickups and then having to walk the store. But I walked the store. Yeah. Because that's I'm I'm still here. I'm still on shift. I still gotta get paid. I'm here helping customers. I'll put stuff in cars. Only thing I refused to do was sort all the little shit in the back. I'm not yeah. about to separate these nuts and bolts. You can kiss my ass. But we almost had to do that because we were that slow. I was like, you know, I will if I have to, but I, you're damn sure I'm gonna bring my speaker and just listen to my music and just jam out start counting parts like yeah. i'll do it i don't want to but i will yeah my and i'll do it without much, complaining 
but I'm not that far on the autism spectrum. Like I can't, I couldn't, I was like, I'm not about to separate these half and quarter bolts from each other. I'm just not, but I'll move. I'll move. <laughs> a half inch 13 versus a half inch 20 no, screw. And no, no, no then no, by no. size and no, um, also, also all that stuff was shit was gross anyway because it's secondhand, and so somebody had it in a oh yeah garage for you know twenty five years, and they're like Habitat can use this, and like for fucking what? Yeah, yeah the fuck <laughs> we can what? Uh, I've been doing all of this stuff alone, and I finally had like a little bit of help today, mm-hmm. uh, with one of the school kids because again we have no work, so like usually the school kids are paired up with somebody. But yeah. they're like, we're having them set up jobs, like grab tools, whatever. Um, but because we have nothing, um, he was with me and he's like 17 or 18. I think he's 18. And just uh, the dumbest shit he was talking about. Uh, like, oh, man, my my. One of my friends is uh, dating one of my exes, so we added him to the group. And every time we, I say something in the group, he just sends back a photo of, of my ex. It's like I don't care. I'm like I don't give a fuck either. He goes, <laughs> and, and then my other, my other ex, like really wants to fuck me still. I'm like, I, all so, right, cool, cool. <laughs> like I, he's like, yeah, I've been. One of the other school kids that works with us uh, is going off to college. He goes, yeah, man, but before he was, he's going off to college, like I wanted to get him laid, uh, but that's not looks like that's not going to happen. I'm like, he's like, because it's, it's really important to get laid before you go to college. I'm like, it's really not. not. It's not <laughs> like not. I understand that people want to, but it's really not it's a not. big deal. It's not. Uh like, part, he's probably part. he's probably gonna get some in college. Who cares? Right. But here's the crazy part: you're literally the probably the worst person for him. To I be know. Paired over with in this like warehouse. I have never been in the game, <laughs> and now I'm married. Like that's <laughs> I have been so far removed from that. I really don't give a shit. And literally finally, the worst person. Like he, we finally had like a job for him to run because somebody else left. I was like, just like thank god like please leave me alone i don't know what to say to any of this stuff like i uh, it's like as much as i can as much as i can like joke around and still like connect to the the school kids like when i when i'm working with them Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm just like uh yeah for sure how do you do fellow kids? Yeah. Like I, I understand what you're saying. I get the memes. I can joke about what's happening on TikTok with you, but personal life, I don't care. They don't give a goddamn. It makes me feel like a pedophile when you're talking about 17, 18 <laughs> yes. year olds. That's fair. Fucking like I, you are 10 years younger than me. Well, Please actually, stop. actually yeah. you wouldn't be a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> It's one of those situations. Like I, please stop. Like please I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear how y'all no. got roadhead. Uh, no, no, sir. No, please, no, no, no. no. We are we are only coworkers by name. Like yes. you are not really here. <laughs> yeah. Like um, as soon as you leave my eyesight, 
get don't exist. <laughs> we are no, we do not get to share these. I don't share these stories with these motherfuckers I've been working with for like the last however no. many years. I'm not talking no. to some high school kid like, about it. I'll like now I'll joke around. I'll say some wild things and like they'll never know if I'm legitimately joking or not. Right. And I like to keep it that way because they don't need to know my personal life to know if right. I'm joking or not. Right. Um. But like I. They don't need to know. Yeah. We did. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, Catherine, and I did this over the weekend. But it's like when we go off and go do something. Yeah. Other than that. Nope. No. Like nope. you guys aren't going to hear me uh complain about any problems that i have because that's not going to help anything mm -hmm. and i already know all of your ideas on marriage in general mm -hmm. and your significant others so yeah and i don't want any of those suggestions so uh yeah, especially not from it's fucking high school <laughs> oh man it's just like <laughs> You know, you know what you should tell your wife, and you tell your wife to lick your balls, and you'd be like, "All right, sir." <laughs> I like. It's so weird because like everybody, this is Ohio, so like everybody comes from a small town, basically. Um, and so like, I feel like he's trying to impress us. Mm-hmm. And like I have never been a part of that, so like I've never been one to impress in the first place. I I've never been like, person. yeah, man, yeah, I've I, for everything, for everything. Just like if you want confirmation, if you want affirmation, like you're doing a great job, I'm your guy. If yeah. you want to know that your thoughts are valid, I'm your guy. If you're trying to impress me, though, no. not the guy. Especially Please with like stop. I think because you and I are similar, you can impress us with very specific things. Yes. You know some Pokemon lore for you. He's in your bag, right? Yeah. He can get you <laughs> on that. But you start Did you know doing... the Vaporeon? Right. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, buddies? Uh, but <laughs> if you stay, you start going down this whole like Especially macho it, ego yes, yes. if it's dude, any machismo bullshit stop fuck bitches type of attitude we're immediately yeah. like shut up yeah <laughs> like i dealt with you in high school i don't want to deal with you now outside of high school ah, stop like i understand up. that you're doing this because you're in high school but stop stop <laughs> it's not gonna matter it doesn't matter now and it won't matter later shut yeah. it up <laughs> <laughs> so immediately as soon as you start saying it my immediate thought was it doesn't matter yeah no, you know he doesn't yeah it, like, that's it, not important like <laughs> he'll do it when he wants to who gives a shit your ex don't you won't i mean yeah. actually you know what's fair you know what's fair the likelihood of him leaving ohio very low it seems like yes. ohioans love to stay in ohio so it, that might be important to him because he's going to see her around town and they're you know downtown that's like four antique stores he's going to see that's her. cool and so it's like it's important to him in that sense because he's probably not going anywhere else for the rest of us who are adults and have been places and seen things yeah who you dated at 17 18 years old in high school because you saw them every day yeah e fucking relevant yeah 
as soon as you don't see them every day, who cares? A passing thought. Yeah. Unless you have nothing else going on in your life, and that was the peak of your life, and you're talking about Sarah Ann that you dated in the <laughs> fucking 11th grade. Like, unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, we're the, you and I are the worst people to come up with like, yeah, well, I, f- I don't give a goddamn. Oh, man, I went to this party. <laughs> like, they're, they're constantly talking. Him and this other guy, uh, this other school kid, are constantly just like, yeah, man, over the weekend, like, I went to this, I went to this party and got super drunk. Like, I'm you lost me ass. already. I'm about to report your CPS. Yeah. You're a child. Like, you... <laughs> Like apparently I got so drunk and I went upstairs and yelled at my mom. Like I stop Ooh, it, sir. Stop. Sir, your parents are aware of this. Sir. Even worse, sir, sir. Like sir. not in a million years would I do that. No, wrong people. Maybe I maybe I'm just list. too good of a kid, but I'd stop. No, it's just a bullshit, bro. Yeah, yeah like I like. <sighs> I don't care what parties you went to. I don't care what bitches you fucked because. They're they children. mean nothing to me. I don't know them. You're I don't want also, to know them. You're also children. Don't yeah. talk to me. <laughs> that no longer became okay when I turned 21. Ugh, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> like, are you expecting me to be like, yeah, man, I remember those days. Because yeah, I don't. You, am I supposed to reminisce with you and be like, yeah, brosif, like, that's how you yeah. do it. Like, I'm not about to fucking congratulate you on delinquent behavior. Yeah. Fucking cut it out. <laughs> boys would be boys. No, you're an idiot. Mm. Chill the fuck out. Stop talking about this shit at work. That's the lesson. You're at yeah. work. You know what's going to end up happening? You talk about this shit too loud to the wrong person, and now what? You got blackmail over your head. Now you're yeah. doing shit you don't want to do because somebody's got your business. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and besides the school kids, I'm almost the youngest person there. So if I don't want to hear it, everybody else that's in their 50s certainly God, doesn't give a shit what high schoolers do. <laughs> Unless they peaked, unless they peaked unless they peaked in time. high school, yeah, unless they peaked around that time, they're like, boy, I remember those days. It's like, I mean, and those and, are the worst people to be around. So I was telling them like when we were going to our to our class reunion, mm-hmm. and all of them, every single one of them, was like, "Fuck that! I don't ever want to go to my class reunion." And I'm just thinking, you don't have to because you you already know everybody from your high school and you see them every, <laughs> yeah, every weekend yeah. <laughs> at the fucking grocery store. I hear you guys talk about them all day long at lunch. And what's yeah. worse is the person who's 24, who is the daughter to one of the other people that works there, also knows everybody you're fucking talking about. Right. Like this is multi-generational at this point. Right. This y'all, is a small town. You already know everybody. Y'all hang out in the same local watering hole. I'm out of state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have not seen these people in 10 years or more. Right. Like. Yeah. But people who never leave where they're from don't understand that concept of like, oh, yeah, no, I don't see these people. Yeah. Like, you, like, it's mind boggling when I tell people I'm from Michigan and they're like, you can see it in their gears, like, you left. 
<laughs> like, yeah. The gear starts trying to like you you can leave the state. And it's like, yes. Yeah. And people it's are like best to. Your number it was 313. That's Detroit. Yeah. That's where I'm from. What? Yeah. How did you end up down here? You know you can cross state lines, right? <laughs> and then the immediate next question is, is it as bad as they say it is? It's like, oh my God. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. But I would still the, prefer to sort of be there than here at times. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, he was he was talking, the kid, again, that was with me today, was talking about, like, doing some 4-H stuff, mm-hmm. which, if people don't know, uh, is, like, agriculture. Mm-hmm. It's farm stuff. Yeah. Uh, country stuff, baby. Yeah. Um, I forget what the H's stand for, I but it has to do a lot that. with... Um, like agriculture, farming, mm-hmm. machinery, livestock, that kind of stuff. Yep. Important stuff to know. Yes. For a country town. Yep. Rural Ohio. Um, was not an option where we grew up. No, it's not. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, I thought about doing 4-H again this year, but I'm glad I I didn't because I wanted a job, and you know, why he has the job here now." And I'm like that was never an option for us. Mm-hmm. But like I, I'm very glad that it wasn't an option for us because I really, from what I hear, it's nothing I would want to do. <laughs> um, and he, he kind of perked up when I said it wasn't an option. I'm like, I grew up right, right outside the city, yeah, essentially. Uh, and he goes, oh, where? Like uh, right outside Detroit, and immediately it was just like, "Oh, all right, yeah." He's like, "Do do you know? Have you ever been to Flint?" Like I've been near it. That's all y'all know. I, yeah, like <laughs> How I had the water is in Flint. Yes, like you guys hear only the bad things, and like it's not. When what they like, don't, like it's fun. It was what they don't it, tell you is that the water in parts of Ohio, fucking terrible. Yeah, when I lived in Delaware. We had like water advisories at least once a month. Like, don't yeah, drink the same stuff. Any water, like it's the same governments, it's the same pipes, it's the same. Yes, everything same old shit. is lead piping. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what the problem is, and they're not going to fix it. So, yeah. same thing. I'm just like, you know, it's really you're fine in the city. Mind your business, you're fine. Yeah. For the most part. It's like, okay, you live on a country, yeah, you're you got your well water. They poison in that too. So it's like (laughs) you all the solvents that you have to put in there, all the softeners and whatever, same thing that's in city water. Yep. Just you have to do it yourself. Yep. And we do not. Yep. Y'all got a septic. We just got plumbing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The city does it for us. You got a big ass tank in your yard. Yeah. Same shit. Um. Yeah, that's. I try to keep. I try to keep an open mind. Like every time, something is said. Uh, and I have to. I constantly have to take into account that they grew up, uh, in small towns. Yeah, I'm like, they said that because they grew up in a small town, and that's it. There's no other reason why. If yeah, they, they have, didn't they, grow up in a small town 
and like anywhere near the city or even a bigger town where you don't know everybody yeah some thoughts would be different not all of them but some thoughts would be different yeah just because you're being exposed to more things like there's going to there's going to be a more diverse population in places that are bigger that's just how things work right if you live excuse me if you live in one of the big three seas in ohio cleveland columbus cincinnati Mm-hmm. you're going to be forced to be around different types of people. Yeah. There's just too many people. There's almost a million people in Columbus, which is fucking dumb, but there's almost a million people in Columbus. So you're going to be exposed to different things. And if you live in those cities and you still think the same way, then it's like, all right, well, you're, you're forcibly think, doing that. But yeah. if you grow up in a small city, like you said, it's multi-generations of the same ideas in the place. Nothing new is being introduced. <laughs> like, yeah. You won't get a black sheep because all the sheeps are white. Like It'd be a genetic anomaly. Like Something really, really weird would have to happen for there to be somebody who's just like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah. Because like, most of the stuff that they're taught, they're taught. They're not they're not birth it, but they're birth into it. And yeah. so it's really hard to wait out that bullshit. It's a little easier now with like internet and shit, but even still their infrastructure in those places for those things are weak. Mm-hmm. Purpose. And so. they're and they've grown up uh being told and taught these things their entire lives, mm-hmm. uh, both from their parents and grandparents and then all of their neighbors. Mm-hmm. And then anything that goes against that stuff not only do you have to fight your own brain conditioning Mm -hmm. to acknowledge that things might be different but you also have to fight everybody else in the town Mm -hmm. saying that this shit that this stuff is bullshit yeah and also speaking of fighting yeah you know who got uh (laughs) a lot of multiculturalism You know uh, who, who got some diversity <laughs> some right diversity. across their fucking face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> people good fucking, people in of Montgomery. Montgomery motherfucking Alabama. So <laughs> fill y'all in. Two days ago. Now, at the time that of us recording this, it'll be a few days past that by the time this podcast goes up. They're calling it <laughs> a few things. Um, uh, one of my favorites is the Alabama Tea Party. Uh, <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. <laughs> throwing white people in a harbor. <laughs> uh, what else? The uh, the Battle of Montgomery, the yep. Brawl of Montgomery. Um, the oh my god, it's a chair from the Boondocks episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the people oh. on TikTok they're like the last the last chair bender. <laughs> Somebody had what I was walking. He had like a gut holster. And he had a fucking chair clipped to it. He's walking around, <laughs> arms crossed, like I'm strapped up. Like the internet waste. Keep that thing on me. <laughs> no time, bro. All right, so you haven't heard about this or haven't seen it yeah you don't TikTok or you just don't care but your for you page is totally different than mine because mine is 
all of that. But anyway, and again, like I said, everybody gets upset when things boil down a race. But this, I think this would have played different if the security guard was white. I don't think he would have had any issues. They might have raised their voice a little bit, but eventually they would have capitulated. That's yeah. not what happened in this situation. So there's a black security guard on the dock. He's doing his job. Mm-hmm. He's telling his this group of white people they need to move their boat because there is a boat, which I don't know if this I gotta look into this to make sure this is true. But somebody on TikTok said the name of that boat was the Harriet Tubman. And if that's fucking true, that almost sounds a little too on the nose. It sounds too on the nose, but it's also Alabama. So I would not put it past that they have a boat named the Harriet Tubman. But (laughs) Cody, you're on the desktop. So if you can look it up to confirm, because if that's going to make this even funnier, but there's a boat full of black people who are coming back from a tour or something, some type of outing. Um, and they need that. They, they blocked the Harriet two, the Harriet two, which is probably named after Harriet, Harriet Tubman. Tubman. Probably. <laughs> the... Could not get more on the nose. Not white people blocking the passage of Harriet again. <laughs> she wasn't underground this time. She should have came was, by night. She was on top of the water. They still <laughs> all the bullshit. Oh my god! So they, look, they learned the first time to watch the rivers. Oh so. my god! And it still didn't help them. So I don't. <laughs> this white family. He's like he's been. In the video that I saw, he's arguing with them for th- like three to five minutes. Like, hey, y'all need to move y'all boat. This boat needs to dock here. Y'all weren't supposed to park here in the first place. Y'all need to move y'all boat. And so they're getting irate with him. They're all in his face. And he did the universal sign of, I'm not about to deal with this shit as a black person who wears a hat. Hmm. He turns his shit backwards. Like, if y'all think y'all about it, be about it. Yeah. And so they think they about it, and one dude swings on him. He steps back, takes his hat, throws it in the air. He's like, all right, this is it. Now, here's the thing. I don't think this is how you know white people don't pay attention to what black people do for real. We are pop culture, but there are certain things that signal you need to calm the fuck down. And they they just didn't read the sign. Mm-mm. He backed up. He pulled his pants up. <laughs> then he threw his hat. It's like, all right, I got to get everything in order. These are all universal signs of I'm about to whoop your ass. And in the black community. Too. And so he starts going in because they swung on him first. So he got mm-hmm. one by the shirt. Bow. Someone comes running 
from the opposite side, another white dude. Now they're jumping this black man. All you see from the footage is black people on top. Uh huh. You just start seeing black men running around the railing. They and then you pan, you pan to the water, and there's a dude full butterfly stroke <laughs> in the fucking water. Michael Phelps, he jumped from the Harriet too. Like a hundred feet to the fucking dock. He pulls himself up on the dock. Which those docks are not low. They're not low. He jumps out the water, bolts himself on the dock, and starts whooping ass. Come to find out, this kid's 16. He said, I'm not the most Gen Z shit. You will ever hear in your life. He said, I'm not standing for this shit. Yeah. You know what? I'm not sitting for this shit. I will swim for this shit. I will be it. <laughs> so he swims all the way over there, pushes up. They start going in. I see another angle. Now here's here's the here here's the coup de gras for me. Now, there's a part later that we'll talk about that people are like. This is where all the chair jokes are coming from. Here's here's what came for me. As we just mentioned, Cody and I are from Detroit. We have seen many a black people fight. Mm-hmm. There are two things you know for damn certain when you see this happen that is not going to be good. Black men skipping. <laughs> If they're making with no shirts on, if they're making any sort of like joke out of this, it's it's over. It's already it's over. Done. We've recently seen on social media this idea of black men frolicking like through fields and like being yeah. joyful. But the the antithesis of that of seeing a black man start skip jogging means he's about to run up and clear your shit. <laughs> like, immediate, it's a wind-up. It's like, yeah. I'm so full of energy to whoop your ass. Like, I can't decide if I should run to you. It. This is the joy <laughs> of all of the ancestors. Like, all right, now's the fucking time. Everything's in my body is coming from the soil up. <laughs> to whoop your ass. <laughs> and that's what happened. These black men have taken off their shirts mm-hmm. and they're skipping down the you, you don't have shit to grab. They we get are... on their boat and they just start whooping they ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. Cuts to another it's... angle. I don't know what happened. There's another angle where there's like these black people guarding the police from these white people that started this shit and still swinging on them mm-hmm. as the police are coming to get them. Then he goes to this whole other angle where someone explained to me where this guy got this chair from on a fucking dock. He has a chair whack 
one person. A whole ass hit. metal folding chair. <laughs> like the what? ones that you would see at your church gathering where they have the kids like carrying a bunch of them. Yeah. Those metal chairs. He just at- got one. Yeah. And he's swinging at me. <laughs> like Babe Ruth. What? <laughs> Cracks somebody <laughs> in the head. One white lady talking shit on the ground. What? Cracks her on the top of the head. Police try to stop. Holy crap. Some late earlier in the video, somebody was talking shit. She gets pushed off the dock mm-hmm. backwards, flipping if over. This, if this was like happening in mid teens, early teens, every single one of those people would be yelling "World Star." <laughs> everybody. Now is everybody's like, I gotta get this shit for TikTok. Like it's like yeah. people are like people are becoming better camera people because they want it on TikTok. <laughs> like, like they're shutting up because they want to catch all of it so that they have a clean TikTok clip. Like yeah. that's that's where these fight videos would come. Before everyone's screaming, oh world star, world star. Everybody's like, you better sh- if you if you fuck up my audio for this TikTok, <laughs> I swear to God. It's like <laughs> And then there's like pictures and videos of people. This one dude who got beat so hard, his toes came out the front of his Crocs. <laughs> they, they shouldn't have been in sports mode. They should have been easy slip offs. You know how hard someone got to whoop your ass for your toes to come through. <laughs> they the- were jammed through. People. Do whole nursing shifts, whole like twenty four hour shifts in Crocs, no problems. You got your ass beat so tough that your toes came through the front of your. Oh man! So, anybody's living, people are like, I don't condone violence. Blah blah blah. Some people, one, they started it. Yeah. To some people don't learn until they get their ass beat. Like you can use all the rationale you want to, all the logic you want to. You can talk to them. You can try to get to their level and explain shit to them. Sometimes the only thing that works is a school of hard knocks. Like sometimes people need to get beat in the head with a metal chair. Because that's the only thing <laughs> that'll get through that thick ass skull. Is violence the answer? Sometimes. (laughs) Well, especially for that, because, like, it was move your boat. This other boat is trying to get through where it needs to be. Right. This is not where your boat is supposed to be. Right. Fucking move it. Fucking move. And then y'all had the audacity to gang up on this dude doing his job. He's not an instigator. He's not some random pedestrian. Literally, he's in uniform. What are you doing? Move your boat. It's so funny too that like, and it's it's exactly. And I'd seen uh, the TikTok that you sent me before from Tom Segura, uh-huh. uh, the comedian Tom Segura. Oh, he's so, he's so funny. He is, <laughs> and it's exactly that though. It's like as soon as like there there is there's that inter community like with. Every with every race besides white, <laughs> if something's going down, 
everyone else in that race is coming in to help yep. the person of the same race. Yep. It's just going to happen. It's going to happen. They're like, I don't know what happened, but deep down, you're my brother or sister. Yeah. I'm defending you. And white people, nope. Not <laughs> one person <laughs> to help that group of white people. Not Except, one person. Nope. They were like, mm-mm-mm. You should, you should have moved your fucking boat. That's and that's what all the other white people on TikTok are saying. They're just like, mm, you should have just moved your goddamn boat. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's the you should have complied. Yes, we will do that shit to ourselves. Like, <laughs> should have just complied. You just complied. Sorry. Yeah. Like he told you. Oh, it's crazy. It's wild, and it's just so interesting because, like, the video I said, Cody was a black guy it's like if nothing dispels the stereotypes about black people this this incident <laughs> should we can't swim you just saw a motherfucker swim forever perfect strokes he had the head side to the breathe everything like we don't help oh. our own you saw a gang of people who did not know this man just swore. too lazy this man was working <laughs> this man was doing his job <laughs> He was getting paid to do a job. <laughs> it was. Mm. They were cheered on the on the Harriet. Oh yeah, the that fact was... that it's the Harriet too, bro, is insane. Oh, that's so funny. White people getting away of Harriet again. Wow. <laughs> I, I saw another TikTok. I don't think Full I don't know circle. if I sent it to you. Um, it was like this story will be talked about in the year 2032 or something like that, or 2039. It was like, I'm looking for a very specific event that happened. Somebody raises their hand. They say something. He was like, No, that was that was later. That he, oh, she's like the aliens. He was like, No, that was more like 2027, 2029. It's not quite what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something very specific. He's like, this is the one where Billy got Billy's dad got his ass beat. The battle of <laughs> Montgomery. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I was looking up the Battle of Montgomery to like talk about it on the podcast. And there actually was a battle of Montgomery, like I'm sure there was. A long time ago, but like a, there was a storming of some type of castle. It's so weird, Nate Montgomery. Um, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Battle but, of Forts Clinton and Montgomery yeah. for the Revolutionary War. Yeah. So this one might override it because it's considerably probably more entertaining, whatever that was. But you know, the Alabama <laughs> Tea Party <laughs> wins it for me because, oh man. They got pwned. They got tea bagged on that dock, and you know it was deserved. Uh, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, of course, it was a group of them too that attacked this singular black man trying to do yep. his job. And then as soon as, like, a the police were coming, but also the group of black people behind the police and like in line with the police started coming, they all started backing the fuck up. Yep, they're like, all right, you were so. You were so ready when you guys were outnumbering this one. Yeah. What's up? Now now the rest of us are here. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what white people that's another thing that like white people sometimes don't get. Like that whole like if we see one, we're gonna protect one. 
yeah. mentality because that doesn't necessarily exist within that community. And so like they just thought that all the black people were just going to stand around and watch like they would. Yeah. And it's like for us, it's like if we don't know that person personally and yeah. like them, mm-hmm. we don't give a shit what happens to them. And then on the other side of all the other minorities, like we're minorities. Yeah, you have to stick so we're together. We're going to stick this together. This is how we, this is how you guys survive. This is how we survive. So it's just like it, that if, if it teaches nothing, it should teach to pay more attention to these groups. Because if you want to be the quote unquote superior race, you need to know how the quote unquote inferior races move. Yeah. Like if you don't understand the structure of them, how can you understand how to pivot and move around them? Because if you were actually aware of black community, they would have been like, mm, mm, hold on. Where are we? I this see doesn't a seem lot the of best. <laughs> I see a lot of them. Um, and usually if, we attack one, they all swarm. So we should probably not. <laughs> Terrible thought process, but Terrible. also would have saved them. Would have saved them some face at least. <laughs> like at the bare minimum, if you go be a racist, be an informed one. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you're going to be a racist, <laughs> be informed of your racism. <laughs> Do it well. So, Critical thinking. So you don't get pushed off a dock. And your toes busted in front of your Crocs. <laughs> this is sanity. Oh man, and it's gonna be it's gonna be my for you page for probably the next two. It's three gonna days. be there for a while. I'm I'm for a minute. I've only seen all I've really seen was the couple that you sent me, and then like a couple random ones here and there of guys swinging chairs. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. This dude was talking about he was practicing his chair juice. He was fucking clean he with was, it, man. He was swinging that boy with form. Like, he was so doing twists around the back. Oh, my it, yeah. it was. He was clean with it. He was ready. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Masters when you see, like, the Masters with nunchucks. Yeah, how they're just whipping they're those just... things around, not hitting themselves at all, just he perfectly so in sync clean. with a folding chair. But then, like five TikToks later, is a mother in the yard with five of her kids who <laughs> <laughs> camping with the chairs. Yes, yes. Now, someone, someone is gonna make that with uh the Mulan song. <laughs> To it, get down to business. Yes, yes, someone's gonna do it. They better, and because <laughs> it's so good. Like, yeah, it's fucked up that I laugh that some people got hurt. There were people, those people who were who held the K man got arrested because they were, you know, is a fight. Like, that's yeah. what happens. But it's also it's like free my people because what. Yeah, they were they were defending this guy who was essentially getting jumped. Yeah, like it's like five dudes to one. Like, yeah. And again, he was doing his job. 
just doing his job. So hopefully a lesson was learned. Uh, a lesson was not learned. Let's a be lesson honest. Was not but it's, it's I can reinforce it's gonna reinforce whatever stupid stereotypes they got in their head about black people being violent, yada yada, even though they Oh man, it. as soon like I don't know if anybody at work has heard about it, but as soon as they do, I cannot wait to hear about oh well maybe we should go and riot the, down and out down in Montgomery, Alabama to release the white people like they do with the you all the blacks. Hilarious? You know what's hilarious is the um people have been saying try this doing that Jason Aldean flip. <laughs> try this They're in a small town. Try, they, they tried it in a small town. They saw they did. what the fuck happened. They did. So yeah, let the people from your job go try that in that small town. It's gonna be the same yeah. shit. Please do. It's just gonna be the same shit because here's the thing. Black people are over it. As they should be. We are over it. And so if you think you're going to lynch us, you better be ready to take some hits in the process. Because fucking done. Just over the top, over. And I think that is the main thing that people need to take away from this. It's not so much like, yes, it's the whole like we protect our own thing, but also like people were ready. Yeah. Like we're at that point. We're at that boiling point where uh that's all it's gonna take. Where people are just like, I'm fucking done. And yeah. you're now an excuse for why I'm fucking done. And to catch all of the transatlantic safe trade into a punch to your face, you don't want it. <laughs> the, the weight behind that punch is heavy. Is, and boy, is, is it ready. Is is aimed and poised. Like, ugh. Yes, in the black community, we have our shit we need to work on. Yes, we have things we need to fix within our community. But also, we're fucking tired. Yeah, it. You can't. You. I mean, and I can't say you can't. It is much harder to focus and work on what needs to be done within the community when you also have everything happening, attacking you from outside the community. Mm -hmm. And that has. That's the only thing that's ever happened. Yeah. Yes, there's been a couple steps forward here and there to help but it has never been purely to help your communities yeah it's always been it's, some type of sidestep in order to yeah make it seem like it's helpful but in the grand scheme of things it's very rarely been impactful enough to solve anything and then whenever those happen you get 10 20 more years at least of people fighting those sidesteps mm -hmm. to regress because somehow they think those sidesteps are big pushes forward for you and steps backward for them when there is no backward step for them. Right. And also and we talked about that before. Yeah. And it's also helping them because it's helping poor and disenfranchised people. And if you're a poor and disenfranchised person, you're going to benefit yeah. from anything that helps poor and disenfranchised people. So yeah, it's goofy. Um, but yeah, if you're not hip to the Alabama Tea Party, go do your research. 
it you might get a good laugh out of it um and just watch your mouth and if someone is just you know doing their job as i always say on here don't go out of your way to make somebody else's life harder it no it's it's the respect thing i'm sure he wasn't like hey move your shit right he's like hey man you move gotta move your boat you gotta move your this boat. other boat he point, he point at the big ass boat like that where that boat is is where your boat is like where it's supposed to be is where your boat is yeah move your stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah i got a good laugh out of it i'm going to continue to get a good laugh out of all the people training with their chairs i'm um, good i'm so excited i'm so excited <laughs> this is the there's so many times and we've mentioned this before there's so many times we're like we hate the internet. Yeah. But there's also so many times where we love the internet. Oh, and this is one of those instances yeah. where we're just waiting for everything to pop up for this. <laughs> is the, like, is what's going to happen next? What is the next joke? Yeah. It's crazy that, like, TikTok is our news source for this. Somebody within the comments, like, I live in Alabama, like a county away from here, from where that happened. It's not on our local news. It's like he's like, I'm learning about it here on TikTok. It's like insanity. Yeah. Like that's our that's our world news. That's our Al Jazeera over here is TikTok, which is yeah. hilarious because it's a Chinese owned company. Uh <laughs> we're learning more US news from a Chinese owned company than yeah. our own media sources because they're it's all the only... defending Trump's indictments and how it's just the feds coming after him for no reason it, yeah the feds that he put there anyway yeah, anyways can people find you <laughs> uh yeah uh you can find me over on twitch at twitch.tv uh slash commander cody underscore 212 uh, i actually won't be able to um stream this weekend uh, I'm going up to Michigan for uh, a retirement party. Okay. Um, and to visit uh, my brother, my sister-in-law, and my nephew. Nice. Uh, but you can find me on Twitch. Um, I'm almost done with Spider-Man. And then we have decisions about what to play next or what to jump back into. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at commander underscore 212. And you can find all of our socials on link tr.ee backslash left and to cry. Send us emails at left and to cry at gmail.com. You'll find all those hyperlinked in the description. So go click those. Um, and if you're on Spotify, I've been posting like little questions and stuff with the episodes, or at least I did with the last one. So, um, go, go check those out, go answer those so that we can, you know, talk about them on the pod, you know, that'd be super, 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 super helpful. Um, and let's see, did we get any, no, 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 no one replied to the last one. So. Just go check out if you're on Spotify, go check the like there's like a little interact section. Um uh, 
uh, I sometimes post a little poll or a Q&A questionnaire. Uh, maybe we'll start posting it on our socials too so you can, we can get aggregate some yeah. answers from there. Um, and yeah, until next time. Peace. Peace.